This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to How Neil Feel. How Neil Feel. Second episode. Um, First one hasn't aired yet. We're assuming it's a hit. How could it not be with a couple real fucking charm machines talking into a mic? Um, What I wanted to do uh, was offer an email address if you want to know how neil feel about a variety of subjects i have to get the paper i'm sorry if you if you want to know um how uh if you want me to know how you feel about subjects if you want to know how bianca feel bianca's uh, here too we need your own saying like how it be be or something (laughs) um and uh something like so, that, uh, so the email address is uh, how Neil feel at Gmail wasn't taken. How Neil feel Surprise. at Gmail was not taken. Surprise. No one can believe it. Bianca, stop looking at the audience and look at me. Okay, I, um, I invited you here to do a podcast. I'm an invited here's guest. Thing, here's the other thing I would like to offer, or whatever. Uh, I would love to solicit covers of uh, How You Feel, Neil. Uh, or how, how the song, the theme song. Oh, I'd the like covers to of the song. Covers, okay. country, hip-hop, uh, trap, EDM, fucking opera, go, remix Screamo. It. We will use it. We will use it. We will Trip-hop. use it. And by submitting it, you're... Um, We're not giving you any money. Yeah, you're not getting any money. So... How's that? Welcome to show business. <laughs> Neil has You're a lot. You're gonna I get don't have so much exposure, though, and that's isn't that what show business is all about? <laughs> Getting exposure. Um, all right, it's been a wild week, Bianca, and I we've been writing down things to talk about. I know. And uh, hold on, I keep. Oh, yeah, I, what did you want to say? I'm just gonna don't move, move your camera. Keep, don't, don't. Sorry. No. I just keep looking in the middle of it. Maybe I'll just move my. Yeah, camera. yeah. Good. Because it's right. Yeah. Splitting my eye. Okay. Yep. You can't help it. Uh, don't do the top one. Don't use that one. Don't use that one. Uh, well, let's just talk about our weeks. First off, the podcast hasn't aired, but like I said, huge hit. There's a buzz on the street. Mega hit. Um, people are loving it. We're big in Southeast Asia. People are loving our uh, our chemistry. We have what uh, the great Donald Trump calls a chemistry, which <laughs> makes it so disgusting when he says it like that. Um, oh, this is what I wanted to start with. Last week, you said that there was an SNL cast member dating a hot woman. And I was like, no, there's not other than Pete. And Jost, and you were like, "No, there is." And you ca- and I was like, "Who is it?" And you were like, "I'll look it up." Then you bailed and didn't look it up. No, I did before we just right. recorded. Sorry, we got to the bottom of we it. We don't have time for fucking lookups. So if you're going to come with some facts, come correct. This is this again speaks to a character issue. I believe oh, in fact. No. I want you to apologize on the air for wasting my time no. and everybody else's time. First of all, Neil literally wrote 
apologize for like no i'm not apologize no because first of all we we literally were you were yelling in your house you have to you have to apologize i'm not doing that and this is why and this it's a very good reason don't shake your head okay of course i'm gonna shake my head i completely disagree on a deep character level no this is why because i didn't do anything wrong to you you wait. This now, I'm not. I'm not done with did. what I am saying. Go. I didn't do anything wrong to you, so I think you can admit you're wrong. I was wrong. The the person was Jason Sudeikis, and he is not on the cast right now. Right. That was my like misunderstanding. Yes, but that's and such mis- a broad. There've been eighty. There've I know, been a hundred. I'm just showing you what the problem was. The problem yes. was that I didn't say. I thought he was still on the cast, and he isn't. And you informed me he hasn't been on the cast for like six years. Yes. My bad. I don't really watch SNL that much. Well, I mean, you should. There's a lot of eligible guys on there. <laughs> They're uh, all really hot. But, but that was my one mistake. And so I can just be like, oh, yo, oh, uh, yeah, okay, I was wrong. I was definitely wrong for what I said. But when you apologize, the right. apology part is like, I did something wrong. I need to make it up to something. Like, I think there's, I'm splitting hairs, but I think I can just admit I'm wrong. I don't have to apologize. Like, I uh, grovel I about SNL. You should. Here's what I, how I feel. I feel like when people are talking, someone got mad at me for this. I've had a girlfriend get mad at me for this before. Is that surprise, I immediately surprise. go to litigation. I go to litigation mode immediately. Like, you were wrong. You're in breach. Contempt of court, like et cetera, tort, et cetera. Tort law. Uh, tort law. We I need tort reform. Tort. You vote for tort reform every time. Okay, just say tort. Um, and I, you, I believe that when someone's talking and they don't know the facts, that's air pollution. You're polluting. It's sound pollution. It's air pollution. You're just saying anything and you don't have any idea what you're talking about. And you're saying it like a fact. So you should apologize for polluting how Neil feel this you're so sovereign podcast. How are you? This so, is a sovereign podcast. You're so you were invited. Uh, listen, you, how are you so passionate about it? It's not that serious. I know people. I'm really, I feel like I'm getting, I'll tell you I'm why. getting the brunt of like a, a, a lifetime's of worth course. of frustration. Everything I say is at the brunt of a lifetime. Every, nothing Sorry, I talk about dad. is about, always about something I know. far worse. I was like, this is for Jason Sudeikis. Yeah. He's a good friend. Um, the, here's why I want you to apologize because okay. I, ev- my self-esteem is on the line <laughs> every time I talk, <laughs> every time I talk, my self-esteem is on the line. Every time I have a, uh, every time I talk, I'm like, it's all putting all my chips in. So when someone disagrees with me and they don't know what they're talking about, you're hurting my self-esteem and you're paying no price. And what I want, I either want some sort of recompense financially or I want you to pay, I want you to apologize in front of God and the podcast community <laughs> you're like- for thinking that Sudeikis was still on the cast. And you're I mean, not going to. And that's yeah. what I have to live with. But I wanted you to know, and I want everyone to know this, is that I want, first of all, I want everybody to apologize all the time for everything. But, I mean, that's aye, just aye, like, aye. I don't know what that is. This, I don't <laughs> think it's ego. It's like ego. It's ego-esque. Um, but, uh, but, 
Yeah, so that's it won't happen, but I want you to know that every time I talk and when people disagree with me, they are stabbing myself. No, you keep a permanent like file on like that Everybody. one time. Everybody. You're like Predator, you just the stats of like how Absolutely. many times they disagree. How they have wronged you, Neil. <laughs> Weird look in 2000. Weird look. <laughs> I wish I were kidding. I am kind no, of kidding, you're not. but I'm also not kidding. Um, okay. okay. Uh, but I will, I will, uh, in the future, if I'm wrong, or if you're wrong, God forbid, we can apologize. We can just yeah, say, I'm sorry. No, no, I'm not, I'm sorry. I'm going to apologize. No, no, we just say, hey, I was wrong. I, out in the I world. was wrong. The methane. <laughs> I let out Continue. a bunch of methane. How you feel, Neil? How you feel? Uh, we, should we talk about John Singleton? We just, he just died. Yeah. I know that's a uh, crazy thing to say. Uh, John Singleton, uh, you knew him a little bit, and what was your experience with him? I filmed uh, uh, an episode of Snowfall, and he was very nice, and he was really cool, and he just like knew my name. He called me from across the like law. He's like, Bianca. And then I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's just really nice. He was so nice and made you feel like you aren't, like you were a very important part yeah. of the episode. He was just very nice. So it was a bummer. And he's also really young. 51. Well, is, that's the thing. Like, and this is as a guy in his 40s. Let me tell this for everybody. Everyone I know dies from eating or drinking. Some variation of eating or drinking. Like you can't eat anything. You can't drink anything. Like you people, it fucks you up. Alcohol kills people. Food yeah. kills people. Heart attacks. John had hypertension, apparently, that his family talked about. And I don't know if that's from diet or what, but, like, uh, Patrice died from fucking um, diabetes. Like, it will kill you. Like, these things will kill you. You just got to be careful. And that's for everybody. Like, that's I'd say it as, like, in your 40s. But, like, everyone, no one's dying from cancer, like, that I know of. Meaning, a lot of people are, but I'm saying... More, more. Everyone I know basically is dying from. You can treat cancer. You can't really. The heart thing is a. Well, once it's already bad. Yeah, and also once your habits are in place, you're kind of fucked. I think what I I see what you mean in terms of cancer, like the fallacy is people die of like cancer and every. It's this thing that you can't help, but it's like you can help. A a lot lot of it can be traced. Even cancer can be traced to food a lot of the time. I will say professionally, John Singleton did not know him. Uh, don't think I ever met him, but I will say that Boys in the Hood was a massive thing culturally. Like I was trying to, I was looking at the boys and they were like a bunch of stills that people were posting today and like, you can't even talk, like it was like the first black movie. I mean, do you know what I mean? Like it was the first, like that and Menace to Society back to back were just like, wait, what? Yeah. Like young black dudes can make movies like Spike obviously came before that. But so I shouldn't say it was first because do the right thing was more that like seismic, that kind of sonic boom thing. But yeah, he was an important guy, especially that movie. Like, sorry, Keith, um, especially uh, Boys in the Hood was just like so, so gigantic. You know, it's huge. I mean, he was huge. You can't. It's like it was like imagine if. Um, Jordan Peele's movie came out, his big movie. The get one. Out. Get Out. I was like... Yeah, no, I know. Because I, I was like, Get Out. The Story of Us? No. Um, <laughs> this Is Us. 
Um, pretty different. Um, good parody there. If you want to do it out there, folks, guys, if you're trying to do a funny commercial, but a funny parody, this, this story of us. Um, uh, imagine if Get Out came out and there hadn't, there was no black movies. You know what I mean? Like, it, it was like that big. Yeah. And he got nominated for a kind of movie. It was like he was Jordan before. Like, it was a new, like, not that black guys hadn't made action. It was kind of an action movie and a coming of age movie. No, it was and great. It was. Did you you had him on your champs podcast? No, we had Alan Alan Hughes on. Alan Hughes. Oh, yeah. and he was the one talking yeah. juice. That was yes. juice. Yes. Sorry, it was um, kind of the same era, but still, no, he was huge and he was so kind. He was yeah, just that's really the thing kind. That's like, that that means something to people. That's that's the ultimately like your like legacy and all that shit is like whatever but if you were nice to human beings that's a big deal yeah and you don't always get that like on set things can I be never, tense yeah, i rarely give that ooh. like as you said i'm like god damn it you gotta get better remember when i was trying to remember everybody's names <laughs> that was so weird i'm still i still think it's worthwhile you're like i read i was like what are you doing you're like i read a book on being charming so and i'm gonna you, remember, yeah, everyone's, remember name. everyone's names and i had all of the i was studying all the waitresses names at um the comedy store and i, I saw the grid and i was the like it's downstairs <laughs> i it's still burning out <laughs> You made Love everyone think. By. How Thank much? You. How much percentage of the wait staff's name do you retain? Thirty. Why? Honestly, it's very low for how much effort you put in. Well, because I didn't put that much effort in. Oh, okay. You just did the setup. I put that's about how much effort I put in. <laughs> I like, did a lot of groundwork. I laid the grid out. I had pictures. I took pictures of everyone. That's more than a lot of. Look, just go give everyone a hug, like every other comic. Kiss on the cheek. You're yeah, there. I know. You're like, What's up, baby? Um, all right, then they're like, so, he knows me. We're friends. Uh, the oh, okay. So these are things that I just wanted to talk about. Um, uh, so what happened this week? Um, besides John Singleton. Besides John, um, I want to know what you think about the White House Correspondents' Dinner and how they're like. Oh, the, the thing that the it, White House Correspondents' Dinner. It's fun. Is the most corrupt thing oh, really? I've ever been to. Shut up. Tell me. You can't. These people are the opposition. Fuck them. Like politicians are the opposition. I yeah. know you need them for stories, but the White House Correspondents Dinner, I went with Seth did it and it was like, ugh. <laughs> what, what? Well, I'm in line to get a picture with Obama. Okay. It's me, Mulaney. John Hamm, Rupert Murdoch. And we're like, Rup- I was literally like, what the fuck? Don't you already like, have one? What the fuck are you doing here? Right. Like, why you- do you want a picture with the president, you fucking ghoul? Yeah, like, you've, you're a... Rupert Murdoch, and then Obama has to, like... Yeah, what is he going to say now? picture with him, like, because he's a zillionaire and controls a shitload of, like... But he also, words. most of the things he controls, shit on Obama. Yes, yes, most of the problems Obama had were directly... Most of the problems, like... Uh, so like right there, you just go, Oh, this is like some weird old boys club shit. Like, why are you all acting like Trevor did a joke about it the other night where it's like the mob and the FBI getting together, like for like a fun dinner. (laughs) It's like, no, like you shouldn't be. And Michelle didn't know. And she texts me. She's like, this is so fucked up. I'm like, absolutely. It's so fucked up. It's so I feel like they kind like of are people like like trying to bit like glamour and like I don't I personally don't even like drinking around people I work with like the yeah. idea of like we're all gonna eat and drink and like this is my what like no man like I don't fucking know you like you're some dude like I'll hang out with my friends but I don't want to 
I don't want to get loose around people that I that I'm like obliged to be tight around. But I feel like they're kind of Michelle's taking the like he's like after Michelle there's no more comics. There should have never been it's like they couldn't they're people with a horror that don't have a sense of humor and even worse than that. They really don't. No it's a tight ass room. It's a bad room. I'm like oh this is the worst audience ever. You're just probably gonna bomb. Yeah. Uh, so like you're just gonna bomb. It's true. Uh, it's way better to just watch you're gonna bomb like Like most of these, it's just not, if they don't do, it's just, it's a Hilton. It's a fucking Hilton. Yeah. It's like a Hilton ballroom. It's like not. What, did you go to Coachella or no? What is Herpcella you wrote down on our sheet? So it's because this last Coachella, um, sent like a massive spike in herpes, um, uh, like clinics and hospitals are reporting that a massive spike in diagnoses after Coachella. And, and I'm just like, has like fairy dust, like flower, <laughs> you know, the record colors that they have like pressed flowers in their pubes. And um, I'm just like, like, guys, girls, God knows girls that go to Coachella. I've have been, have you been? No. Ian went, Ian Edwards. He said it was fun. Uh, don't call Ian out. Why? He said it was, he made an Instagram about it. Like he was like, it was fun. No, everybody went. Not everybody obviously contracted this. I'm just saying that like, it kind no, of tarnishes the did. whole. I'm kidding. <laughs> Ian's going to kill us. Yeah. No, it tarnishes the whole. I don't know. It just makes or me... Or does it make you want to go more because ain't nobody wearing no bags and it's a wild scene out <laughs> No there. Jimmy hats no allowed. Jimmy hat. Ain't no bags. <laughs> I'm allergic to silicone. Uh, latex. Latex. I don't even know what they're made of. That's what how not... I am. That's how not condom... You know, I, I, That's I, I, just I, I, like... There's no fucks. There's just so... It's so free. Too many fucks given. Too many fucks given, as it were. Uh, you yeah, better. Good. I like... It's a fun scene. Herpes is a tough one, though, because herpes doesn't... That's forever. I mean, you know, it's like... I guess it's the below kind everyone was contracting, so... Mystery. The which one? The, it's genital, I think, was the article. That's said. the bad one. No, that's just the one everybody was contracting. Well, that's the one that you don't want to get. I guess, yeah. I guess all. No, because I got it, like, literally from my mom. I get, like, a cold sore every year and a half uh-huh. from my mom. Okay. Uh, from like birth, I've had them. Yeah. And like that's like an Irish thing. I think it's like a white Irish thing. <laughs> okay. I, you know what else I want to comment on? Last week I was talking about how I what I didn't grow up rich, and the more I thought about it, I I I don't know if it's true or not. I don't know if I did like. I just my parents may have had money, but and we did have big houses because we needed the facilities for the amount of people we had. Uh, but it was not, uh, we were not living high. There was no, we had like a, the same car for 15, like right, very right. Midwestern and uh, um, very Midwestern and very uh, depression era values about it. Like my parents might as well not have money. Do you know what I mean? You mean they just saved it? They just like, there's something about Catholicism, Irishness, it's just like, urgh. I'm gonna. Everything. No, nothing's fucking, easy about er, it. Yeah, everything must be hard. Like, what's the? Level did you guys ever go on family vacation? We did. One time we went on family vacation, and the story goes there was a. How's the uh, story go? A flat rate for family for however big your family is flat rate. Okay. And my dad was like, "Well, guess what, motherfucker? <laughs> Where was it? <laughs> Bingo, Yahtzee, motherfucker! Like out here somewhere." 
Uh, I was too young. but And my dad was like, let me give you more money. The guy's like, no, deal's a deal. You have, there's 12 of you. We got to feed 12 of you. Oh, um, no. We were like a, we sound like a home, a pack of homeless people. <laughs> um, uh, so I got it. I can't, like my parents didn't pay for anyone's college. Just shit like they could have. And they right. Were, but it was like, just, everything just like, was like every cent. Something was... about it was just like, you have it too easy, do you? No, not on my watch. You won't like. Which is a good segue to the fact that you buy like the craziest shit. But I know you want to do that at the end. I want to do it with segment. Let's just do it and see where it goes. I, as a single man with uh, a little bit gold, as they say, and uh, no no childrens, Chillin'. I am able to buy a lot of dumb shit. A lot. Uh, just the other day, I. By the way, I buy shit off Instagram. That's so funny. I know. I'm <laughs> just like, those ads I that they're a like few things. Like, but yep. What's that? Uh, Tortilla blanket? No, yeah, I got the one, the uh, the gloves with the little bristles on the edge for cleaning dishes. Yep, even though Those I don't clean dishes. seems very slippery. Let's do it. Have you I used gave, them? I bought two pairs, gave one to Bichon. Um, Where's mine? I haven't heard. They're down, if they're, I'm never going to use them. You can have them. Uh, the other day, I bought so some cool. pants. Now, pants off pants Instagram. That's off so Instagram. weird. For no good reason. Three, pa- two pairs of pants. I don't even know if they're going to fit right. I don't know if I like a deep pocket because I carry a lot of garbage in my pockets. Don't know if they're going to fit right. Is it now, a little wasteful, though? The, just to be like, yeah, well. Of course well, it's well. useful. It's wasteful. It's completely wasteful. I have no, I have no, uh, I cannot defend it. Now, <laughs> this one I can defend, and I'm about to, I have to leave camera for a second. Right. Gonna, you, if you want to stare at the camera and entertain the people, God bless. want to check your makeup. I'm not going far. Now, the other day I was um, in the car on a conference call and I was going down La Cienega and I saw a sign that said tasers and stun guns this way. And I was like, well, that's going to be so all easy. for me. Like, sold. Looking to get a taser and a, a more stun gun than a taser. I don't What's wanna, the difference? Can you explain? I don't get it. Uh, taser is electric like, and stun gun is the one that shoots fish hooks at your back. Those are frightening. Those are fucking gross. Yeah, because it's like weird. Really, it just seems like if someone's that far away, like do something else. Shoot like a rubber bullet. I, I, it just seems like I almost got gotcha. you. I almost So I go in there and it's just me and like an old man. And I had a lot of questions. When do you guys make money? What are your big sellers? To the He's point like, where the guy goes, why are you asking like, so many questions? Right. I'm asking the wrong people because they could have tased me at any point. So, Neil, what do you walk with? I walk with a flashlight that's also a taser. Um, that's Careful downstairs. I didn't bring it up. Oh. But then the coup de grace that I have in my car. Um, are you going to tase uh, me? The Omega uh, Star Wand. Y'all ready? Ah! Step to me. Keith, I'm scared. That's very scary. Step to me. Some kid asked me. I don't like a kid it. Kid on the internet. Well, you're then step to me on the car. Okay. Catch me outside. What's such you claim? How about that? How about um, that? A kid asked me if I would read his uh, script. 
And I, I half wanted to say, Ugh. let me tase you. <laughs> Why would somebody ask you that? If I, if I could read their script, everybody asks me that constantly. Don't constantly. they know you today don't want to do that? Literally today, a girl on Instagram texted me and was like, something, something, some endless possibilities, mockumentary. And I was just like, I literally endless wrote Endless possibilities like, oh, is no. my favorite. Th- <laughs> Don't, you're not pitching me an idea. Or, no, we did a sketch about it on Chappelle show. Don't pitch me ideas. Like, please, I'm begging you. It's the nightmare. It's a nightmare. Me and Dave used to call it getting served <laughs> when someone pitched you an idea. It's a fucking nightmare. That's so it, a nightmare. correct. Uh, so maybe that's what I should do when people pitch me. Be like, well, just, can I tase you? Can I? Because I don't know how well it works. I know Keith is freaked out by it. He's still I know. like grossed like, out. Keith um, is protecting. But uh, but yeah. So and I have one. I'll probably never use it. But but uh, that's the sort of dumb how much? Shit. How much? How much? That's what we not all that much. Know. The flashlight one was like a hundred. It was like eighty bucks maybe, and that one was maybe a hundred and forty. Uh, that's the Omega Star. Is it heavy? I, uh, it's like a pound. Oh really? Yeah, you want to hold it, baby girl? <laughs> yes, I do. Oh, it's actually light. I know. I, I'm not going to kill you, Keith. Keith. You get away, buddy. I'm not going to do it. Okay. It's I'm just so that scared. thing that immediately <laughs> does it. The dog just is so, so you know. Wait, that, what? That, like, on-off switch. Oh, God. I yeah. might tase myself. I'm going to put it down. Yeah, fine. Thank you. Uh, so that's just the sort of dumb shit that Neil be buying. Neil be buying dumb shit. He bought a. I bought the swash, which I made an Instagram video about, which is behind me to the right. Uh, I, use the I, swash. I have no excuse. I just. I why have money if you're not gonna waste it on? Were you shit? feeling particularly unsafe when you thought? To no, buy it? I don't. That's the thing is, I always think about guns and shit. I don't. Who? When people go I'm, to protect my home, what's in your home that's fucking valuable? Like two life. No one's coming to your home to kill you. Meaning, what do you have to protect? Women. Oh, right. Yeah, women. Everybody wants to kill women. They um, do. Why do they want to kill us? I don't so know. Bad? It's something about you. <laughs> you're so cute. <laughs> and you're... Because you, you know why? Because you control a natural resource. Pussy. Yeah. It's, that's what it is. This is guys resent the shit out of you. You're Saudi Arabia. <laughs> you are. You're Saudi Arabia in the 80s. So we're just like... Give us oil. Give it to us. The rock and roll, that thing. Ayatollah is from Iran, not Saudi Arabia. Oh, my fault. Offended. Uh, You're you're, uh, KS, whatever. You're not Khalid Sheikh Mohammed. You're (laughs) KDS, whatever the fuck dude's name. Um, Yeah, that's why women, that's why everybody wants to kill women. (laughs) And uh, you're easier to kill than men. Yeah, that's the worst part. That's also the best part. Well, no, but there's something hot about the fact that, like, every guy could kill you. There's something hot about it? Ugh. I know. Can we edit that, that out? No, Can we edit that out? With, that's the problem with female edit. sexuality. It's not always on brand. It's not Sorry. always. Somebody said you, oftentimes you practice at night what you protest during the day. A woman said that. <laughs> that's like, good. I Give that girl credit. Yeah. What's her name? It was a woman. It was, it was, I want to say it was like Susan Faludi or some like yeah. 80s. Uh, that's good. Feminist studies lady, but like, yeah, it doesn't always line up exactly no. what you're into. No, it does not. Um, so, uh, moving on. Yes, that was what the deal not. Oh, and the other one that I bought that's not on camera a Bowflex. I love the Bowflex. Bo- love the Bowflex. Uh, it, 
Not out of not if I was looking at like full gym things, like so I could just oh the have thing all with the things. everything. I like bought kettlebells, then I bought dumbbells that were adjustable, and then I was like, let me just see how much. And uh, Bowflex is like uh, seven fifty. Still since the eighties. Yeah, but that seemed. But the other ones are like two grand. Okay. So I'm cheap. <laughs> You're like. Um, Going back to basics. Yeah. Uh, and it's been, How is it? It's been great. I don't Do you love use changing. It? I really... Use, like, when I got a, 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 a treadmill 10 years ago, my account was like, no one uses their treadmill. And I do. Even still? Even still. It's been 11 years. 10, 11 years. Used it yesterday. I like... I'm a cheap man. <laughs> you're so... You're, like, dating yourself right now. Like, treadmill, Bowflex. Yeah. Thighmaster. Yeah, Thighmaster. I got the <laughs> ultimate... The perfect push-up. <laughs> um, uh, okay, so I got the stun gun. I bought some pants. Uh, while we're talking about pants, you can answer this. This, we're, this is a doubleheader for you. Oh. Women... Where like athleisure is a big thing now mm-hmm. and women wear stretch pants, yoga pants, whatever you want to call them constantly. Like almost like it's weird when you see a woman, like when I was in Singapore and saw women in dresses, I was like, what are they? Um, and as a woman, when you put, and you're like, all right, so everybody can see the exact contours of my body. Yeah. Do you, is that part of the, the bad, bad, not the wokest thing you do? Why is that not woke? Who cares about saying I don't know. That? Like, you're sexualizing yourself, or you're making it easier for men to sexualize you. I don't think that's the motivation. They're really comfortable. Okay, which brings me to my next question. How uncomfortable were your other pants? Jeans are uncomfortable. How? What are you putting? Are you putting t- rocks in them? No. This is the way the seams lie. The seams in the crotch area, they're like all up. In, they're tight. These are uncomfortable. These are jeans. I wore real pants for you. Thank you. Thank you for me. Um, And yeah, like it's so much. You can just do. It feels like not wearing pants. I know they're tight and they look. That's the added bonus. They look really good. Yeah. And granted, if they look like shit, I don't think anybody would wear them. But at the same time, no. But I think they're like the people of Target or Walmart would disagree with you. Like everyone wears them now. And there are women who have butts that like. No, you shouldn't be. That you shouldn't be putting that in the front. Yeah, there's a lot. No, there's a lot. But like, I wear, I wear them work. I wear them all the time because they're comfortable. It's not about always about Wait, you and impressing. I had this argument you. with people when they wore UGGs. Like, how uncomfortable are running shoes? <laughs> Jeans are pretty comfortable. Like, let women be comfortable, Neil. Like, right, but what? how comfortable do you need to be? Hold on, what are we doing? <laughs> my point is, I think that it's a, you have an ulterior motive, which is look at my butt. No, I think you look at girls' butts and you're like, how dare they? I know. I think how? you're Middle East. You're the I'm Saudi. You're Middle Saudi. You're Saudi. <laughs> I spit when I see them. The women dressing slutty. Um, That's Russian. No, I don't know. What dressing it is. slutty. The, with the slutty dressing. Here. Um, okay, here's another one. This is a long. This is a while ago. I dated a girl, and she used to not wear a bra, like regularly. Okay, hold on. I'm not wearing a bra. You're not wearing a bra right now. (laughs) No, no. Okay. Um, Our ratings just spiked. It's got so many more views. (laughs) You can't tell. You can't tell. The here was the thing though. I, it kind of limited her uh, 
it was a bit like a neck tattoo where it was like I can you're only going to get promoted so high not wearing a bra like it was a bit of like a like it was a thing like she would not it's one thing to not wear a bra she would not wear a bra and her shirt would be open so it was like it, oh, she made sure everyone knew slip? she wasn't wearing a bra and it was like I can't bring you around uh, most of my friends. So, okay, maybe this is just a this girl issue. Was it that, like, it was just distracting? Like, the things she yes, would wear without the it was distracting, the and it was so unnecessary. Yeah, okay. Because she sure. was, like, otherwise intelligent and cool and shit. Yeah. But it's like when someone has, like, a... Did she have big tits? Yeah, a very transparent psychological issue. That's just like, what do you, you can't work this out here. Like now's not the time for this. Like you got to go, you got to take a class. Something's going to happen for you. Can't just take like, you're embarrassing me. You're basically just embarrassing me. It's like when a girl, do you wears, think you're being too sensitive or do you think it was all, it was just like egregious. It just becomes the headline. It just yeah, is like so. the only thing people are going to take away. It's like, they would just go like, what's up with pits? You know what I mean? Like they wouldn't, you couldn't she was forcing us to notice you know what i mean i'm not glad i like my breasts and i like showing them off but i i don't know i guess i'm really i'm like confident about them i'm not like any moment like but i show them off i mean i don't know i'm trying to think of a way where it's like it's embarrassing to somebody like it just is like I, maybe it is a little Middle Eastern or Catholic or something where it's like. What? If you saw her at a party, would you even like, would you leave and be like, Phew. or would you even notice? Oh, yeah. If she no, wasn't was, your girlfriend. It was impossible to ignore. Okay. It yeah. Maybe it's just because I'm not going to lie. Like the bigger the tits, the less you can really get away with. Like my mom has huge tits and she like, you know, if she wears a tank top and she looks like a porn star. So yeah. like if you're not, if you're, so what is what she's just made her peace with looking like a porn star? No, but I'm just saying that like if you go out, if you have really big tits yeah. and you show off a lot of like the part of the curve of the boob mm-hmm. and you're and it's a lot of titty, it can look trashy sometimes or maybe a little like, OK, we get it. You have yeah. fucking glands. You know what I mean? It can yeah. look a little like eye roll. When but, you show them off, what is the, are there like, if you have a job interview, do you like, alright, you're I'm wearing a bra? No, I mean I wear, I do both. I'm not like a new bra, but I I don't know. I always have a little cleavage. You don't want to Ba-bam. I don't like surprises, so I like to let people know. I love know. surprises. I love <laughs> There are titties, titties attached to this chest. <laughs> but then, like, for example, like, I show a lot of side boob. I think it's underutilized. And that... On the streets. It's, on the market. <laughs> you can only show the right amount. Too much, it's near the armpit, and then the arm... Too much armpit or too much titty too, pit. You show titty pit. I mean, I'm not going to come over there and show you, but <laughs> below where, the, where it becomes stomach... If it hangs, yeah, yeah. Well, if yeah, that's not nice. Trademark, (laughs) trademark, LLC. Uh Um, No, no, it, it, yeah. Okay, fine. Too much titty pit. If it's if that doesn't look, it's it's all about the ratio. Got it. There we go. So, and the idea of showing them off. What does that mean? What do you mean? I mean, somebody said to me, "Why don't you?" There. What's funny sometimes is girls will go like, "You have a nice body." Like sometimes if I wear like a tank top on. (laughs) 
And I'm like, they're like, why don't you show it off more? I'm like, I don't know. How would I do that? How would I do that as a comedian? So I, it feels like bad form or something. It just feels like standing in front. Of, like I have a nice watch. I don't. When I'm on stage, sometimes I will cover it up, right? Because I don't think it. it's yeah. Because I'm like, ugh. Like <laughs> I'm like, you don't go there with your rolly. Yeah, like I'm. Not, it just feels like that's. I don't like. Yeah, but I don't. That it's not really in character for me to have this and again step to me and you will get taste um, so you mean just tacked tacked with the show off tacked with yeah, the yeah like what how much of it is like showing off your body and how much of it is like give me a percentage of what how much stretch pants is showing off your body and how much of it is comfort comfort 80 uh, but again, you know that women are never honest about stuff like this. So no, it's eighty. It because the, we have to make we have to reduce it to sixty. No, what? No, it's eighty because I still wear ugly ass sweatpants. I will wear ugly sweatpants even though they do nothing for me. Like a lot of the time, I wear. That's a whole other thing that women do, which is like there's a thing at film festivals where. Um, there are movies that are in competition and movies that are just there to be screened. Yeah. And when a woman dresses shitty, she's kind of going like, I'm not in competition. Like I'm not like I'm bummy and I didn't shower and I'm wearing like a little bit of concealer and that's it. Do you, I mean, I don't think all women who are wearing like leggings and stretch pants are like, I know, but again, I don't think they're like, (laughs) but if I'm wearing a, if I'm wearing a garbage shirt and a Rolex, I'm still wearing a Rolex. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's some things you can't get around. Like, whether I think of it as, just, I just see it as a timepiece. Uh, like, that would be like me going, like, I just wear it because it tells time. I just time. like one. Uh, yeah. Um, but like, I like nice things. Uh, I just wear it because it tells time. That's just dishonest. I think women are always trying to feel like good when they wear something, you know? Right. So. And you know that men cannot discern between you trying to look good and for myself. You being sexy. But I don't know what that means. Well, because there's times where like you can, I can be in stretch pants or exercise pants and like a cute top and no makeup, and I actively don't want to see anybody. But the right. outfit feels good to wear for myself. If I could only go in, oh, even a, though your face is junked up. I mean, <laughs> it is never junked up. Excuse your mouth. Um, but it's it's like. I don't want to see anybody. If I if there was a lesbian part of town, I would do all my errands there. Certain days, you know. Yeah. I don't want okay. to disappoint the men folk. But you don't think lesbians would check you out? <laughs> well, that's that's none of your business. <laughs> Again, <laughs> like uh, attraction's to... attraction. Um, that's uh... How you oh, this feel, is interesting. Tell me. All right, let's talk about the type. Let's talk about this is how you feel, Neil. New segment. Let's talk about the type of people that are attracted to you. And, and you as in up. one or us? You and I. Bianca and Neil. Bianca and Neil, separate uh-huh. entities, LLCs. Who, wh- I specific. thought of a theory the other day, which is, and we talked about this last week a little bit, of like, I if you're a beach chick, not going to happen. You snowboard, hey. never going to happen. You teach snowboarding. Literally, I couldn't not into you get moisture in your <laughs> vagina if I tried. I now am of the mind. Some people are just you know how there are people that just drive Audis 
and they just keep Volvos or something Volvo like that. People yeah. or Audi people, Subaru. people, BM. I've come to believe that I am. What's your whatever. make? What's your make? That's not for me to say. Uh, but what is the? Who is that? This girl. Uh, well, here's my, the. I'll get to who okay. she is. Okay. But Sorry. what I've realized is, if someone comes into the dealership, and I know she's not. Uh, Don't waste my time. I'm just gonna not. I'll just be like, I'm not even gonna get up to go over and ask her if she needs some coffee. I'm not even gonna get out of my fucking chair. I'm gonna stay with the guys. Well, how so. do you know? Are they a physical similarity, or are they just like, like how can there's you spot? Not, it? I won't say that there's a through line per se. There's an energetic thing where it's like, oh, we're gonna make each other crazy. Yeah. So I I know this is the upside and and downside of being a comedian. Based on doing crowd work, oh, you can know. size people up really quickly. Yeah. The problem is when I meet people, size them up really quickly, and then I end up going, Neil, you're being you're, pre- right. you're being prejudiced, da, da, da. and I'm always kind of right about it. So it's right. like I've had to tell women like no. No, it's not gonna. What? What? I thought we. No, we don't. It's not gonna last. It's a, we don't. When really. it's good. No, it's not even. It hasn't even gotten a chance. To oh, it's just yet. like let's like just. It's pre good. Like it's very early, and I'll just be like, you know what? I don't think like something about your essence is aggravating to me. Even though it's sh- it's not wrong. It's just aggravating to me. It's not aggravating to everybody. It's just I <laughs> don't like it. And we should just move on. I'm an I'm a I'm a Tesla, or whatever, whatever you want to say. I am. I'm a fucking Wow-y. Hyundai. What? what do you want? I mean, whatever. What? I don't care. I don't Hi, know. I, I, I need to be a nice car. Um, uh, and I think it's a waste of time to try to. It's a waste of, of both people's time. Yeah, it is. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Is there a wait? Type? Tell me the tell me the girl. What do you mean? Like she's like usually does a this or does a that or uh, she has a this and a this. They're usually pretty intelligent. They or like educated. Uh, they are sort of in like sort of psycho- psychological psychology ish. Sometimes it's media ish. I don't really date girls that are in showbiz because like I don't. I just don't want it. It just bums me out. Right. Um, and uh, so they're like pretty smart. They like an ambitious, smart guy. And Cute. And like, so they think that, and they probably like me because I'm a little troubled. True. By the way, speaking of troubled, I wanted to talk about watching last week's episode made me really have to think about my resting face. Because you talk and I'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, dude, what's wrong? And I'm like, nothing. I'm just listening. And I'm like, but everybody. So I see your face, and it's like you just get used to like that's Neil's face. Yeah, of course. But people that don't know me go, that guy, this guy hates me. Disclaimer: Neil is actually interested in what I'm saying. Yeah, it's just his face. Yep. Uh, so it's so that's the kind of girl it is, and, and I, I think that. And then I have a second point, but I want to hear about your um, no fail wiggers, no fail. Always? Always and forever. Always and forever will I get a wigger. Yeah. They love me. And I'm like, 
black enough. Purple. I'm white enough. I'm like all over. Oh, they wait. They question if you're white enough. No, no. They love you're in so many sweet spots. That's why I'm in. I'm the Venn diagram. Doesn't apply to women because everyone hits on women. You know no, I mean? no, no. Oh, it totally does because everyone has a menu. Everybody gets a certain type of guy. Yeah. You know. Keep talking. Oh, sorry. I was like, what the hell? Um, all my friends get a type. And okay. then you see the type. And it's like. And you don't think that women have more say over the type? Yeah. Because, like, a guy would try. Yeah, out, yeah, 100%. But it's more. I'm not talking about what I like. I'm talking about what comes to me naturally without having to put in right. any effort. It's. Who comes into the showroom? Wears. <laughs> they love me. And, yeah. you know. Sometimes I it causes me weird existential crises of like, what about me is like I'm not like I'm just because you're. Fuck. I think you're I'm this racially perfect, not, like perfect. very ambitious. Like ever, I could see five different races getting mad claiming you. Like no, she is blank. Like she's Ethiopian. Latino, she's they will fight she's black. You. She's uh, who am I missing? Aborigine. Uh, you could get Filipino, I'm sure. No, like, it's like Sri Lankan, Indian. Sri Lankan, that's next door to Philippines. Okay, I'm just, saying, I'm just saying. Yeah. But it's mostly East East Africa, Sri Lankan. East India. Leah. And then uh, Latin America. Yeah. Whatever. But I do get the wiggers because I think I'm like, I don't know, I think I'm like a perfect Venn diagram for them of like, she's jazz. Yeah. Right. I'm not going to totally black. challenge their... Yeah. What, but meanwhile, I'm like, you? No, no one wants you. <laughs> Not to be mean, but and you know then, what's funny is I hate saying the term wigger, but it's the, wigger girls want them. But they they'd still rather have a black dude. Them. They do no wigger. There's no outside. Would rather have a black dude than a than a hundred percent because they need the they they need, they need they the black need, person yes, to to verified. increase the credibility. Yes, verified on Instagram. Yes. So no, they they there's. It's a bad word because it's a hard R. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, no we one's gonna say wig, but yeah. it, there's no good replacement. You're, that's fine. You can say it. No, that's I know, but really, why yeah, haven't we come it. up with a better word? Because it's just stuck. It I just mean, is there a better word? We haven't fixed Indians. What do you mean? They're Indians. They're Native American. Oh, them. <laughs> them. <laughs> like, not, like, let's cover that first. Yeah. Then we'll get right. To, then we will get yeah, to like, wig or we'll get there. low on Why, the totem pole. The white guys who worship black culture. Um, oh, that God. I was going to say my from doing this podcast. I have, I have a double. I have a double decker right now. Maybe a triple decker from doing this podcast with you. Yes. More black girls will DM me because of this. It's like when I do the Breakfast Club. Oh. Suddenly, thirty black girls are like, you know what? African tsunami. Yeah, like you ever come to Tallahassee? Well, it's kind of like if you see a white guy dating a black girl, you kind of are like, "Hmm, okay. (laughs) Yeah. So people seeing me with you will go, well, he seems to have a very natural. Don't you think that's a little bit presumptuous? No, though? I, mean, I know. I mean, you, it would be presumptuous if it weren't so true. It would also be presumptuous <laughs> so if people thought that I, if I told you black girls will damn me in droves after I did the breakfast club, you'd be like, they can't be that many. It's that many. Really? Yeah. Um, and it'll happen on this because I'm, I'm treating you like a human being. <laughs> 
I'm talking. <laughs> Finally. To you. No, but that's the big. It's the I weird mental. Yes, I got in trouble for this. It's a long story about how I got in trouble, but okay. Uh, someone said, "How do you have so many black friends?" I go, "It's weird. You treat them like people." Oh, and then everyone's offended. Everyone else is offended at that. Of so course, many. Of course, of course. That's so, how you offend. But uh, uh, the great Chris Rock was telling me uh, last week or a couple weeks ago that he there's a guy named Jeff Stilson who um, who worked with Chris. He was a comedian. He worked with Chris when Chris did like politically incorrect with Bill Maher. That's oh, that's a long time ago. Chris was like a correspondent and did well. And Stilson yeah. would go out and do these remote pieces with him. Stilson then went on to work on Chris's talk show, the Chris Rock Show on yeah. HBO. And then Stilson ended up creating, uh, he was so good at creating these things, at doing these videos. He created the Osbournes. Okay. Oh my God. Made a killing off the Osborne. Yes. And so, and he's a white guy, Osborne. like literally looks like a, looks like a stock photo of a white guy, like blonde, doughy, like hilarious dude, but like very white looking. And Chris, and I go, what did you, why did you pick Stilson for politically incorrect? And he goes, I would see him at a club, at the clubs, at comedy clubs. Stilson. And he would, yeah, he was a comic and he goes, Oh, at the comedy yeah, clubs. Okay. He would, Chris goes, I would see him at the comedy clubs and he would treat me like a person. <laughs> And that's that it. was it. Like, that's the secret. <laughs> Just treat people like people, and they they are. It's like the it's like the like an old like proverb where like, right. you got the thorn out of my. All he did just he spoke to me like a person, and I never forgot it. <laughs> it's like the simplest thing in the world to do, and so few people can do it because race is such a big deal for people. It is a very big deal. It's like even like if I go on commercial auditions, like. There's sometimes where they don't have enough, they have too many girls and not enough guys. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know, I'm here and we have, they're like, we have to wait till um, we get another African-American guy. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, why don't I just go with one of the 10 white guys that are here? And they're like, mm. Mm, and I was like, the client. Mm. the client just wants to see it. How I was like, okay, like it doesn't matter to me. I'm like, this is not accurate to real life though. Cause uh, I mean, you're because get bring out the wiggers because if you want, no, not wiggers, but regular white guys. I mean, yeah. it, it's like I I think attraction is multiple parts. It's your environment, where you grew up, how you grew up, blah blah blah. Yep. Um, what you like, and most importantly, what likes you. Yeah, and I don't. I that's don't. The most when guys say I have a type. It's like no, you have a type you, that was that chosen predetermined. You when you go, I got a type. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's who likes you it's the, the most. People that keep coming up to you, hundred percent. And although I do curb the wiggers, like I think it's an LA thing, and not so much when I was back home in the Bay, but like in LA, black guys don't really hit on me. It's weird. I think they're like waiting for you to come up to them. Like everyone's playing it so cool here, right? That I just get hit on overwhelmingly Are there by less white guys. Wiggers than there used to be. Yeah. Okay. I would hope so, but no, no, no. They're, they're rare. I get them all, but they're rare. Um, but white guys generally just I'd say white guys hit on me okay. the most. Normal, uh, regular, no yes. like ulterior motive. Regular white, good white men. Good, healthy, good, clean, good, healthy, healthy white, white stocky guy. white men. <laughs> stocky. Uh, this is this is a triple decker. Uh, I was. This speaks to the sort of like I can tell thing. There was a girl that I was 
just a while ago, like breaking kind of like we had a incredibly like brief thing, like, like, and, uh, and I basically said like, I'm like, I ended it. Right. And she was like kind of arguing with me. And the thing that I was, the thing that I've learned firsthand is if someone's indifferent about you, you cannot get them away from that. Once yeah. indifferent, always indifferent. Like, You're hey. never gonna get someone really passionate about you if they were once indifferent. It doesn't matter. Literally, I knew a girl who, like, I hit on for years and was not interested. And then Three Mics came out, and she was like, huh, now I'm kind of interested in Neil. And I kept saying, like, we started dating, and I was like, a part of me was like, she's still not interested. She's still a little indifferent. You know what? You can do this. The switch can happen. It can happen. It being like, eh, and then like, I get broken down eventually. Me, I'm just like, fine. I know, I but date. that's not a good foundation. It's not, but, I, but I've had it to where I like eventually like the guy. Yeah, it's not the most ideal situation, yeah. but girls will like, I know plenty of things where it's like, oh no, I didn't like him. And then now, you know, it's like he wanted the girl and he got the girl. Right. I think you can, I, I think it's, I just find that's a bad, it's a bad, maybe it's not the most origin, confidence building. And it's, also, it's not even confidence building. It's like if somebody's not dying to fuck you or whatever the term you want to use, be with you, be around you. It's like I literally let the girl go. Like, come on, this is not for you. I literally put her back like, in the water. The <laughs> this is we don't have. You've test driven the car. You even like the car. You're not. But let her get but she, deep enough. But she just this. was used to want. You just need to be more patient with her. No, her sister tried to tell me that. It's like no. Her sister was like no. I was like she likes creeps. I knew she liked creeps. But sometimes if you're used to a dynamic with someone, it's like, that's just my friend. Then when it's changing, it's like, I like it was, it was, she was bullshit. She was like, I always like, I was like, no, you didn't like you. It's fine. Like you can. But I think that if someone's in, were you fishing for a compliment with her? Hmm. No, I just knew for, it was again, she was polluting my air. Oh uh, Lord. Run. Polluting the white man's air. (laughs) Um, with, uh, with, with uh, lies, I just think that if someone doesn't like you, if someone ghosts you, yeah, please. no, bye, I'd, goodbye. I, I, I would never it try. It seemed like you were going to ghost me. Glad, I'm glad you did. But, you get one, you get a second text, and then that goodbye. But don't you think there's a little bit of like I hit on her for so many years, and now she's kind of like, don't you think there's a little bit of like fuck this? Maybe a sensitivity to it from me? Yeah. No. What if you're misinterpreting her moves as like, uh, it's like regular dating? It wasn't moves. a move. She she admitted it. Oh. She what basically a was bitch. like, "You're right." And no. then sometimes no. she'll like text me, and I'll be like, "You're still in." I know she's like, she's like, I know. I was like, "Call me when oh, you get wait. a little healthier." Oh, ouch! Because she just likes creeps. <laughs> she knows it. Every guy had a restraining order. She just if you got a restraining mm-hmm. order, fucking hook it up. I can make have I got a broad for you. Mm-hmm. Bada bang, bada oh, I got a broad. So my point is if it's not if it ain't right, it ain't right. And ain't you right. can't you can't force someone into like you. How you feel, Neil? Um that's how I feel about that. Um I wanted to do a segment and I don't know if you're ready for this. Oh but, Lord. Let's do it. Um 
unpopular opinion. Isn't that this whole podcast? I'm basically. But let's like be very... Uh, unpopular? Let's be very specific about it and okay. say something that may alienate people. Oh, I, I will. It. Okay, but you already know what you're going to talk about. I have no idea what you're going to say. Maybe I'll, it'll spring Maybe you something. See, okay. Okay. It can be something that like you don't understand the appeal of okay. or something that you like wish you like just don't you don't get it. And it can't be Coachella. Excuse me. OK. You know, I like Coachella. All right. Here's my here's a couple. I got a couple. OK. First one. Mm-hmm. Jordan Peterson. OK. He's a he's on Joe Rogan's podcast a lot. Uh, I don't know him. He's like he's he I don't even know how to describe him. But I got to say, people are like, that guy's an asshole. And I've watched the videos, and I'm still waiting to see how he's an asshole. I'm not saying he's not. He's got a big thing with trans people and, like, certain pronouns. And, like, he doesn't want to have to call certain gendered people certain names, whatever. Like, it's a a, a hill upon which I personally wouldn't die. I don't understand what the passion is. But, like, I don't think he's a bad person at all. Like, I don't. I'm not a, I'm not a, like he tries to preach like discipline among men. And he's like a, uh, he's like a anthropology guy. And like, so he knows about like, uh, sexual dominance hierarchies and stuff like that in nature. And then he tries to apply it to humanity and people are like, absolutely not. But I'm like, I've seen, you can go to a club, sexual dominance hierarchies are pretty obvious and pretty much like intact. Right. Tall guys do way better than short guys, and they're That's just true. gonna happen. It's just gonna happen for another two hundred years because we got a lot of cave in us. Um, you can take the man out of the cave, but you, you, know what I mean? <laughs> you can take the bitch out of the cave, but you can't take the the cave out the bitch. You got a lot of cave <laughs> bitches bitch. out of here. <laughs> Look at this old cave bitch. Um, you got one yet? I'll keep no, going. No, I'm listening. Okay. Um. The this is going to be very unpopular. Oh, Neil. the deification of the Wu Tang Clan. Sorry, I don't understand that word. By white people, Deif. Uh, deifying, like God making them into oh, gods. a deity. Uh, uh, okay, now um, I'm back on check. Is uh, I find embarrassing, and I don't. Uh, they were great. I don't like any. Like, there's a documentary coming out, and the, <laughs> um. There might be a series coming out about them. I think it's just a documentary. There is definitely a documentary because they Nas they had a screening the other night. Um, Did you go? I did not go. I was not even invited. (laughs) Um, It's fine. Uh, And I find I find reunion things corny and embarrassing, and I (laughs) do just won't go. Like I just won't go if like so and so reunion they're gonna. They're getting back together. It just—I don't like nostalgia. I think like culture has to be new and uh, of the time, and you kind of have to be new to each other. Yeah. And it has to be on its timeline. It can't be remember because it's just like it's just it's just a. Come on, we play music from like we are always remembering. You know, especially music. I don't mind. Like I don't. I'm not saying don't listen to old music. I'm saying the idea of tours around old musicians that haven't released anything good. Like I think it's corny that the Stones, the Rolling Stones, still tour and the Who still tour, and like the 
Beach Boy. I think that's like corny, but the, the do you not think like it's, they should retire. I'm just saying like I wouldn't go to a Stones concert if you paid me a zillion dollars. But um, is there anything different than a comic who just uses his material for years that just runs on that and yeah it's it's embarrassing it's embarrassing but it's like you get that 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 happens you know what i mean it's not, I'm not like no no no. but i'm saying these bands are coming up with new material and people don't like it no they but don't but they like the, the old material and they're like play the old material that's the worst and you know everyone in the band is like embarrassed it's embarrassing it's just like a it's like an exercise in in uh like futility and obsolescence and uh and like i don't know those words but they sound really good when you say like just it's like it's obsolete it's like it's like they're obsolete and it's it's just like eh. it's like it's like an exercise in impotence where it's like we're old we can't play very well you haven't developed any new tastes i mean a lot of times what happens people get you get caught up in like uh families and shit so you can't digest new i don't i like even i don't even though i don't have a family like i'm busy on the internet buying shit uh but you get caught up in like other shit and you just can't i can't worry about all the new rappers like i just can't right like little it's like you got a hit give me you got three hits bring them on bring them on but don't you think i think the problem is with in terms of like the music industry it's so unforgiving especially to like people who hit when they're young and then you know that chasing that. I don't that. mind a boy band reunion or like even like SWV. I somehow don't mind. I don't know something about the Wu Tang thing. Just the fact that it's all merged out and like it is merged. Like the, the, the guy out. on MSNBC has a Wu Tang sticker on his iPad, and it's just like oh yeah, that guy when really, he quotes. I'm yeah, like, it's just like uh, and then Ari Melber's like you know it's like Snoop said. And you're just like, ugh, I don't, for, that's a whole other thing, which is like, if you're but a maybe you're, shut up. I don't want to know anything about your personality. I don't want, literally don't, I don't want to know any, I didn't know shit about Walter Cronkite, didn't know shit about Tom Brokaw, Peter Jennings, uh, Dan Rat. Like, I don't, so I don't want to know that it. like, I'm a, like Brian Williams is funny. No, <laughs> don't care. You're losing credibility. I need you to be a news person. I don't need you to be like a wacky character. Um, but I feel like, the Wu-Tang Clan merch situation. I mean, they've been doing that even when they were coming out with new but shit. But they weren't... No, they, but they... That was like... A, that It was over by the time they were doing merch. Like, their last album really was like 1997. And even that, they seem like long in the tooth. And the other thing about the Wu-Tang Clan is like, they barely knew each other. They never were in the studio together. Like, right, right. They were just, few. they were like guys who were roommates who were never in the they apartment. They were just like a weird, time. like a big extended <laughs> Honestly, they would just go, they leave notes would, for well, each that's other. they record. They never like listen to other people. You know what I mean? Like, right. they would just pop in. Uh, it just doesn't, it seems like there's no way to age well in culture, really, or hip hop, especially. It's like hip hop. It's rough. But you know who's doing it beautifully? Snoop. Yeah, Snoop's doing whatever the fuck he wants. I love it. He does it right. He it does. doesn't make you. He doesn't try to like glorify his old times that much. He he's also like has had hits over a long period of time. And he's still kind of, he has recent hits. It's not like, it's not gin and juice, you no. know, was the last thing. But the, also Snoop, like, 
He had this he's one song. Game show host. Yeah, he has this one song like like years ago. It was like, it's like True Blood, I Sink My Teeth In. And I'm, in my head, I'm like, he probably watches True Blood. He's not trying to stay relevant. He literally is just doing like, I love True Blood. Yeah. I want to put it in a song. Whereas maybe another rapper would just try to be probably like, trying to say kill somebody. somebody. <laughs> no, I, I think that's, I think you're correct, but like I, something about the Wu Tang. Why does it bother you so much with Wu Tang and I not like, I don't know. I don't know. Cause they were so raw and thuggy. They're so fucking good. They were so raw and thuggy. Like, so now when I see them like lined up for school, it's just a bit of like, this isn't the Wu Tang clan. Like this is like, the guys who were these are the guys who used to be in the Wu Tang Clan. But I think they're still like they will probably still beat you up. Uh, no, they won't. They won't because they will get sued. They didn't know. I remember the first time I heard about them. It was like they did a photo shoot for the source and they beat the photographer <laughs> up. They just beat like that yeah, was like that's so funny. That's so good. Um, and. Uh, and now it's like, they all went to a screening at the peak. I'm just like, I don't know, man. It's a bit like when somebody, it's, it, they feel like a fighter. It's like watching Mike Tyson or something where it's like, they're like, what, what do you say, champ? And then you got to pose like this all the time. And like, like, uh, and it feels like all their fans are white. Yeah. Uh, well, also, which, again, not their fault. And most, a lot of, no, they need, they anyway. need that for success. Yeah. They, that's where their money is. But, also, I don't know. I feel like it makes sense because there are these rock bands that live in infamy or like everyone puts a Ramon shirt on their like two year old. Whereas it makes it I makes sense that Guns there's a Roses reunion. I saw Guns N' Roses when they toured when they were crazy. With yeah, Metallica. no, reunions like sex. And I saw them. I was they were fu- I was so drunk. I don't remember. I know I Damn. went. Used but to drink. Like, yeah, I was fucking blackout so, so far weird. away. Like, but like, that's when it meant something. Like, seeing Guns N' Roses, I saw them in 1991 or 1990. Like, that's Guns N' Roses. No, sure. But I'm just saying there are these, like, they're still mostly all alive and they can tour. And it's like, it's just like a natural I progression. I that they have to make a living. It just feels like. It feels like everyone's pretending. They're you know, pretending to be relevant, and the people are pretending to be young. It, uh, it could it's feel like kabuki. It feels. It <laughs> feels like kabuki. It feels like you're that guy. Remember in like hip hop, if you heard of the band first, and then someone else like, oh, you just heard of them. Oh yeah, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. You kind of like I saw. No, like, I, I'm the OG. I, I love. That. Look, I I'm the king of that. Like you yeah, know that. I know. Uh, but I feel a little like one of those. No, like I'm not like, I just feel like when somebody, I don't know, just something about them in particular, cause they were so grimy. They were grimy. And like, and now it just seems like they just seem like so corporate, even, I don't know. There's some, I don't know. Cause they were so grimy. But do you just want your, do you want went to jail? <laughs> he fucking, he kept it up. But do you this want your two rappers? Two weeks in a row, we've mentioned Shug. Seriously, Shug. Um, do you do you want your rappers just forever grimy? Like they have yeah. to. 
I mean, well, then you got to keep getting young ones. Joke, like, I don't want sane. Cra- I don't want sane, nice rappers. I want maniacs. But then you have to keep getting young ones. You can't expect the old ones. Like, I know. Like, no one's like you know looking at cool her. Doesn't to work. be like right. But break cool dancing was never crazy. And yeah. yes, they do. Like, you don't think if you see Africa in my body, you don't go like near a little. But he's not doing like. He's up rocking. He's not doing like oh, I, again I don't windmills know what the right way is because the the way like it, do I like the way Jay Z is aged? I mean he made the first like adult contemporary hip hop record. Right, contemporary. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the first contemporary hip hop. Yeah, like he made the four the four 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 was like an adult contemporary hip hop. Yeah, it was like good. Middle aged hip hop, and he did it in an artful way. He did it way. good. Yeah, he did it in an artful way. He like I have regrets. My mother's a lesbian. I cheated on my wife. I'm not perfect. Um, and, uh, like, that seems a way to go. Whereas he's so shiny, it's like he was grimy, and then he kind of got a... He, like, graduated out of it gradually and, and like, said what he was doing. And he had a lot of hits. That's the other thing is Wu-Tang does not have a lot of hits. I know you're going to go, what? They don't. They have classic albums not necessarily number one hits but they have albums that like got love on the back end of course like like cuban link they have all but those by the way individual records so like concert wise like what do they close with they close with uh what is it abomatomically yeah okay cream yeah, they even though that's two band. dudes, it's um, like not everybody can sing yeah. that. They have to do. They have to do. What is it called? What's that? The one where everybody was on it, uh, and they did like a wake up show. Thing. The one when they're in like uh, they're all in like hell or something. Yeah, no, no, they were in uh, the quarry. That <laughs> okay. one. Wait, gravel pit. Yeah. <laughs> no, not that one. Um, it's where they're all. God, look at us. Look at us. Look at us. Couple old. Um, we have to apologize for all this toxic air. We no, don't know we, the name. We're saying we don't know. This <laughs> okay, is not perfect. pollution. This, okay. is, this just exhausts. <laughs> um, uh, so I feel that's an unpopular opinion, but something about it bums me out in the way an old fighter or an old right old fighter or like it just feels old like ah, I don't. It's like Jake Lamont at the end of Raging Bull, where he's like, Ugh, yeah, don't don't do toasts. Don't be a greeter. Right. It feels like, and again, what should they be doing? Again, like Snoop has kind of like done it by incrementally like selling out, like doing a show with Martha Stewart or like, or Snoop Lion or he'll like try shit, hosted as he did a sketch show. He did. I feel like he wants to do those things. I do too. Snoop is a showman. That's the thing that people don't realize about Snoop. He's a showman. He's a really good performer. He's a really good performer and a, and a like, and to your point about remembering, he remembers everyone's name. He like he has the exact kind of ingredients for like lasting in this industry. I mean, like nice has yeah. his own thing going on, yeah. like authentic. Yes, just and and has like a bone like doggy styles. Just like, well, that's a real potent fucking mission statement right there. Like, I got nothing bad. Like, what? what? It's like when people get mad at Kanye. I'm like, dude, he said George Bush doesn't care about black people. Like, what are you talking? He's in the Hall of Fame. Right. Automatically. Like, it, there's nothing you can say. Um, all right. the uh, That's another thing. And then I've talked about this on Instagram, which is I think sneaker culture is 
corny because you're just buying sneakers. It's I like mean, they make something. thousands of them and you buy one. It's not like art. It's not like, and I get that it's a status symbol for people that don't have a ton of money. Like I get that. It's when rich people do it. That you I'm have like, a lot of sneakers. No, I don't. Oh, really? I really don't. And by the way, I'm given. You give them a lot. You I, give them away. I, I'm given sneakers all the time, and then I give them to guys who work at the store. You do. Like, because I people are like you because you probably can't get fly shit. No, I can get fly shit. I just give it to people that people talk shit to you like that on the internet. Of course. Oh yeah, on the internet. Okay. Like, it's like who's like, saying that to your face? Literally, they like, will hey, get tased. You say anything that doesn't. You want to yeah. talk explicitly about something you know nothing about? Go ahead. It's called the internet. Uh, we just need your password. <laughs> um... I don't, I think sneaker culture is kind of, especially when rich people do it. Like when it's like, yeah, you have money and access. Like, of course you got the off whites. Like you just called someone and got the off whites or whatever. Like what's the, what's the feat? But there is that like. You knew that everything from off white would be hot. Yeah. Cause you saw Virgil's affiliate. Like it's not, it's also obvious. No one's like picking an underground label or an un- nothing about it is impressive to me. They go, here's the release date. And then you go, you call your guy and you get the sneakers. Oh, I didn't know that's how it worked. Yeah. For like rich people? Yeah, that's how it works. Nobody's waiting in line. <laughs> On Fairfax? Yeah. Just they're not. Club? Adults aren't waiting in line. Um, I don't mind it. It kind of makes me think at least you're like not like you at least are cued into like the culture in some way. But it's not. It's you're cued in in a way that's like. Just go on, go on the go on the uh, websites. <laughs> like there's just a bunch of websites. Just like go on them. Um, it's like if someone wears a Supreme shirt, it's like yeah, they just got no, that. Like or like a whatever yeah, hat yeah. or a do- whatever like the thing is. Dude, if somebody t- asked me why do you button your top button. Somebody asked me on Instagram, and uh, because uh, Gerard and Tyler do. So I'm like, all right. That's what the peop- the youngsters are doing. All right, I'll do that. That seems that's kind of matches my thing. thing, and I don't feel like. And I got a bunch of shirts from Japan, which is a whole other thing. Um, Speaking of which, Thailand is obsessed with Supreme. It's on everything. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't want it. Yeah. Do you have it in a knockoff Adidas? Yeah. No. Um, Supreme. Yes. It's exactly. not good. I had to add uh, it. I had to add it. So in. Tyler and I dress like Tyler and Gerard. Um, the further I wanted to do a segment, which again you're need to gonna have to I gotta, stuff. Yeah, gotta get on board. Let's with this. generalize. Let's generalize. I okay. love generalizing. I, as I said, I believe in stereotypes and civil rights. Uh-oh. I believe that certain groups do certain things. Hashtag. But I don't believe that their rights should be taken away in the slightest bit. All right, late on us. Did you see Free Solo? No. But I get it. I get it. I, I know enough. There is a strain in Free Solo about... Um, I don't like... There's people outside my house. Yeah, now. they're being so like, loud. I know. It feels... Yo, you know what it makes me feel? What? Poor. I know. It's like... Like, what are we... Guys, you have like four, four you have four I'm stories in your house. <laughs> We're on the yeah, fourth. By the way, side. do I need to get the stun gun? Out? <laughs> no. Step, be be like a little louder. <laughs> see, see where the stun gets you. Um, <laughs> yeah. Here's the generalization. And I've been doing a joke about this, and you can speak to this. Can I? Thank you. When a 
Chris has that joke about one person's the lead singer, the other person's playing Tambor. tambourine, right? My feeling is, in the relationships I've been in, that so the free solo one of the plots is he meets a girl right and he's the greatest climber who's ever lived yeah and she just wants him to stop climbing because it's dangerous yeah so me and some friends were talking about how it's the story of a great man great man being held back by a woman um my point is do you i find in relationships sometimes that what is couched as growth for the man, if the man had the woman do that, it would be oppressive. Yes. And it would be controlling. And I think that there's a lot of it and I'm generalizing that. I think a lot of times in relationships, women, uh, control men, but they call it growth. But I kind of think there's a stereotype of a woman, like a nag, like a nagging wife, like yeah. don't do that. Like I think That's there going is out a the window though, because you're not allowed to do that. Oh, but dude, every movie was like that in the nineties. Every relation, every romantic, com- every even comedy was Jim Carrey or Michael Keaton, uh, Michael P. Michael, what's his name? Michael Keaton, mm-hmm. uh, Michael. Michael Keaton, or Batman. Uh, yeah, or fucking uh, Bill Murray, or it was this sort of like nagging woman who right. wait and there was a sitcom called yes dear yes dear oh yeah uh, okay honey yes, i'm sorry dear. so it just became this John like Belushi. you need to grow up so that's out the window um, but isn't that what you're kind of saying she's doing yeah but i think even that i'm of the mind of like my gauge of growing up is different than your gauge of growing up like what a what a woman considers growing up I don't consider growing up. I just consider that uh, um, all of it is to have kids. It's all to make you a better father for children. I think most things that women want you to do, and I don't want kids. So I'm like, what? Now this is just personal taste. But you have dated girls that are in direct conflict. Uh, with your lifestyle. That's where the sexiness is. <laughs> and I'm sorry, I think comics are like surfers. They There's no rhyme or reason, but they have to. Like, the mic comes first. Yeah. And that's just how it is. And you better be like, cool, mic me, and that's fine, even if it's never said. Like, you have to Do be okay think, with it. Would you be cool with that? Cause, I'd uh, be fine. Uh, yeah. A buddy of mine one time said that no one, no, no girl dreams when they're growing up no girl dreams of being second in your life. Listen, if you're making money, I'm not saying like I'm at home eating bonbons and right. bring me money, but if you're making money, like, and I trust you and I don't think you're out there banging a bunch of fucking hags after the show that are complimenting you. Hot. hot hags. How dare you? Um, I would be fine. Whatever. I'm not insecure, but I think most women are going to feel that. Like I have a friend that's a surfer that his wife was in labor and he still went and went to go surf. And then came because he knew she was going to be in labor for a few hours. Yeah. That's awful. But it's like, look, if you're cool, like if it's, there's an understanding, it's just, I think that women like to be doted on. They like to feel like they're the most important, even if it's not the case every single moment. And I think with comedy or other things, it's kind of in your face that you're not, you know, cause when, you're like, when you say go. things, when you generalize and say, and again, we're in, we're in the general, we're in general. Yeah. Uh, when I say things like what? Women like to be doted on. Everyone likes to be doted on. 
Like, I know. Women like women yeah, we all like that. Like I don't think it's special that we all want to be done on guys. The thing a lot of guys taste, I believe, and I'm generalizing. We need a zone, the general zone, the general Lee. Let's get in the general Lee. That's from General Lieb. The general Lee. It's from the Dukes of Hazard. Uh, it's the car from the Dukes of Hazard. That's the name of the segment. Get in the general Lee. It's a bad rolls right off segment. the tongue. There's literally a Confederate flag on the car. I'm like, I didn't I'm, agree it, to nothing this. Nothing about the segment's wrong. Uh, nothing about it's right. But it's what it is. We still haven't stopped calling Native Americans Indians. So we're going to keep calling this segment the General Lee until the natives get called what they are. This segment is called the General it's Lee. It's the point yeah, of the podcast. The General Lee. It's the whole reason why we did it. Is uh, men have these things that we like, but women have taught us that they're disgusting. <laughs> so we just stop asking. I mean, not all women. Right. But like, hey, 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 hey. But. Okay, here's the thing. I'm not saying that guys don't like to be doted on. I know they do. It's more like if women don't feel like this extra sort of special, I think it's kind of like a physiological need to feel special. We need it so often or else we get sad. And I think guys need sex so often or they get like, right. what the fuck's going it's on? Mad. Mad. Furious. Arr. Uh, <laughs> so interesting to put it physiologically because you're, I think you're right. I think, yeah, I think there's and physiological do you, a, do you have a, um, what do you think your metabolism is for it? Like how often? Like man, I haven't felt. It depends. Now that depends on the woman. That's the difference. All women like the same things. The metabolism right. is different. I have very high. No, no, low. Oh, I don't know what's. Slow how do bodies work? How do bodies you work? Don't need much. Yeah, I, I have slow metabolism when it comes to that because I wouldn't get in that position if you didn't already make me feel like a million bucks. So then it's like okay, cool. We're in like we already won. Good. Go do your thing. I see. But that's even, I think philosophically we're different in relationships because I am of the mind that the feelings, the the relationship is special feeling. The connection you have with somebody, the, the, in the good relationship I've been in, I felt so lucky how well I got along with this person yeah. and how similar we were and how mm-hmm. complimentary we were that even the idea of like, baby, you're so special. It's like, this is special. Oh, I don't need it like that way. Say again? I don't need it like, baby, you special, you know? Like, okay, you... But the feel like a million bucks. I don't think me saying, this is fucking cool, how well we get along, would make you feel like a million bucks. No, no, no. I mean in the courting process. I need it to. <laughs> but I'm saying even in the courting process. In the courting process, it needs to be like, I don't need a... I'm not cheesy. I don't need like these like... Like overt obvious ways i just mean i need the bond i need to feel in whatever way that like we get along and you really really like me and slash want to fuck me and like i'm the only one you want to do that to once that's satisfactory then after that if we're dating if we're in a relationship i'm really low maintenance you do not have to like upkeep like like, go do your thing with your friends you need to go by you like alone time I don't actually like alone time, but I understand. I'm really, really, I really believe that a guy made it this point into my life on his, without me, up his ass. I know, but that's what people don't realize. I like autonomy. It's been a very, he's having, by all accounts, a successful life. Why? Why Why would I presume to tell him 
what he should be doing. I, the biggest gift I've, the biggest lesson I've learned is the biggest gift I give in relationships because I've dated a lot of controlling guys and I'm like, you met me. I'm crazy. Like, how are you going to be controlling to me? It's like, why are you trying to cage a bird? Yeah. Maya. So like I, I now, the biggest gift I give in a relationship is a gift of autonomy and like do your thing. Yeah, that's a, you that have, is a great gift. You I have to explain get. so little to me because I wouldn't be in this position yeah, if I had to question Yeah, it's also like how, so you didn't know me a year ago. No. Why, do you think I would do this with a guy? Would you, like, it's, you're just another person. I'm yeah, yeah, very yeah, exactly. excited about the connection we have. Yes. But like, be realistic. Like, I'm gonna... I had a whole life and experiences and successes and failures and like I have a whole philosophy of my of what I I know what I like to do and I just try to do that as much as possible now. No, um, it's I think it's like uh, getting into, I just think there's two ways to handle things. Like let's say we get in a, we're dating, we get in a fight. We can either go the easy route or I'm going to shit on your day. Right. Like I like to just make things easy for people because I want them to make it easy for me. And I, I just want to, I believe that that is the only way to have a successful relationship. Not everyone has got the memo though. So I I think, I mean, based on what you're saying, it seems like some guys haven't or some women haven't. Yeah. A lot of women and men haven't, but the problem is I get in relationships and it's way better for them than it is for me in the relationship. That's funny. Like I'm easy. Yeah. Yeah. No cancel this, that no, nothing. And then it's like, well, this is where my, my pettiness and litigiousness comes up. I remember it all. (laughs) So like, like it's gotta be. Yeah. Yeah. No. And that's very hard to make things even in a relationship. And even when you do bring it up. All right. So let me get out. Let me say that men, that, that it's not always women that do this. Thank you. I think it's men do it. I will say in my, because I've only did women (laughs) that it's been, it's been all women (laughs) that have done it to me. But if you're saying that sometimes men do it also, I still feel like there is something about women in nature that um, that that need that feels a need to like tame men, yeah, for and sure. make them more paternal or stable or whatever. It's like I'm not that unstable. Like I just gotta right. fucking go do spots, relax, lady. Right. She's like, well, what do I do? It's like, it's like a cleaner that comes what, to a clean. How do you think the kids are gonna eat? Yeah, the cleaner comes to the clean house and it's like, what do I clean? Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Guess so, I'll like, clean this again. Right. So, which may be why I love Jordan Peterson. Um, we love right. you, Jay. I, think, I don't. I just think I just don't. I'm not that put off by him. Um, that's all I had on the sheet, um, folks. That was week two. Yay! Of uh, how you feel? Of Neil. how Neil feel? Nice. I think we got a lot. I had so many feelings out there. And He's I think exhausted. it was helpful. I'm, uh, I, I feel good about it. And I hope, uh, I again, like, subscribe, email us, how Neil feel at gmail.com. Don't forget the dot com. Can't uh, believe it's available. Uh, if you got songs, submit them. I own them. <laughs> I own <laughs> your songs. I own them. Uh, whatever. Um, but thank you. Thanks for coming. And, uh, God bless.